This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Flesh-Colored Butter, the only butter that looks so much like human flesh, you'll think you rip some off and put it in there yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that now in 2022 will be looking into the future. I'm Zach. And I'm Frank. And today we are here doing just that, talking about some things that we are looking forward to this year. Um, this was a little hard for me because it's like, there's not a lot that's been <laughs> kind of talked about. Uh, there's so, not a lot look, to look forward to. <laughs> I have like, I have like a list of things that I am looking forward to that we have kind of seen some stuff about first. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that they kind of just, again, it's the beginning of the year, so they really haven't told us much. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to some things. Right. Why don't you start us off then? Okay. So, um... As for movies, I have a few that I'm looking forward to. Uh, I think technically this movie came out this year, but I I'm just it's like not in my where we are. I haven't seen it like being really premiered at all, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of a little annoyed because he's one of my favorite directors. Uh, I really really would like to see Licorice Pizza from yes. Paul Thomas Anderson. I feel like it's released. It is. It's okay. technically again. It came out twenty twenty one, but it, but it, like it's just come out basically, mm-hmm. like maybe within the past month. And I don't know. I, I, it looks. I listen. I'm gonna see no matter what. Like yeah. if, even if I don't like end up liking it, I just I like I love Paul Thomas Anderson. So he's mm-hmm. one of those directors that when he releases a film, I'm gonna go there and see it. Uh, I don't even exactly know what it's about. I, I think it's like a romance film. I think it's about Barbara Streisand though. Is it? That's what I heard. It's like, it's about Barbara Streisand and like how she kind of came to be. Maybe. But that's also not what the trailer shows right. too. It, the trailer looks like a hangout movie. Like mm-hmm. it almost doesn't really seem like it has a plot, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm fine with. I, I, I can, I can, ha- I can do a good hangout movie if the characters are good enough. Um, yeah. So I'm interested. Mm-hmm. I'm mostly interested because every Paul Thomas Anderson film that I've seen when I see a trailer, I'm like, okay, that's what this is about. When I saw the trailer for Phantom Thread, I'm like, okay, I, I get what this movie's about. Obviously, there's some twists and turns and things happen in that film, but I generally knew what to expect. Mm-hmm. Licorice Pizza, I have no idea what to expect. <laughs> I just really like the the shot of Bradley Cooper just taking two hammers and breaking off two car windows. Yeah, right. So, I'm very interested and very compelled, and I would probably end up. I think we're gonna probably end up doing it for the podcast mm-hmm. uh, in the future. There's um, there's the other one too that A24 released the trailer for. I think it's called like Red Rocket or something like Red that. Red Rocket came out this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that one uh, it looked really cool. Yeah. Um, I was excited for that one. Hmm. Um, I am extremely excited for the tragedy of Macbeth. Hmm. Joe, I'm gonna see that. I think January second. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm yeah, what a hard day to pick, like on Christmas Day to release a film. Uh, yeah, I think they released like, it on Christmas Day. It's like, who, first off, that's yeah, fucked who's up. Who's going to do that? <laughs> first off, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't have your, you shouldn't have theater employees working on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and B, it's Christmas, and this movie's about witches. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem right. But technically, though, next year we can do this for the holiday film. Technically, yeah. Because any movie that comes out during the holidays is it's technically considered a, <laughs> considered a holiday movie. That's why Star um, Wars is there. Yeah. So, again, I, I don't, I, I've stayed away from most of the trailers. I saw, like, the first trailer that they released. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was, like, 30 seconds, and I pretty much got nothing out of it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm happy with that. I, that's that's where I want to stay with that movie until until I go and watch it. Um, 
But like I said in one of my in one of the more previous episodes, that I just hope it's not nearly as dialogue heavy. I hope mm-hmm. it's more uh, just theatrical. I'm I'm interested and compelled with the black and gray. I think that could be really cool. I mm-hmm. assume it's gonna be one of us. It's gonna be a smaller aspect ratio, mm-hmm. a bit boxier than you know normal. So I'm happy with that. Um, and I'm very very excited for one thing, is that. Obviously, Ethan Co- Ethan Cohen directed it and wrote it, except except for technically Shakespeare wrote it. But uh, <laughs> I uh, guess if you want to talk about him, <laughs> uh, I'm very very interested to really see Denzel take on Macbeth mm-hmm. because Denzel is you know top ten actors in my opinion, mm-hmm. and to see a a black Macbeth, yeah, and b just his interpretation of how he's going to hold Macbeth because at this point he's older right yeah so to see a older maybe more mature Macbeth versus a young and I want to take over as king and kill and because I'm you know yeah got maybe, all the, I got all this angsty teenage blood in me <laughs> <laughs> maybe they'll go like a little bit more like psychological route like he's more methodical with it because he's older right so which fits the whole thing altogether. and yeah so again I've said it. I've said it when we did Macbeth. Like Macbeth for me is my is it's my favorite Shakespearean uh, work, and I am completely and utterly like this for me. Macbeth for me is what the Green Knight was for me last year. Like mm-hmm. one of my most anticipated films. So a, I'm very happy that we're getting it so early, and b, I hope that it doesn't blow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm really looking forward to that one. Yeah. Cool. So I'll kind of run down like the stuff that's coming out this year that I'm really excited for just in terms of like the trailers that I've seen. Um, so obviously we've kind of talked about it first off um, the Batman, Robert Pattinson. The yeah. more and more I see the, they just released a trailer like two, Another three days one, ago. Another one, right? With Cat um, and yeah, Bat. with Catwoman. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I did. Um, it gives you again a little bit more about the Riddler. And do you, I'm, do you see Paul Dano? Like, no. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm getting so excited for the fact of like, they showed like one screenshot of like Paul Dano's Riddler, mm-hmm. and he looks nuts. He looks like he makeshifted the entire outfit. Yeah. Um, yeah it's just like duct tape. And yeah, he's <laughs> just got duct tape all on it, which I think is really really cool. Um, I'm getting a little bit more of Batman in it, where it's like he is kind of like a shithead because. I guess this is kind of going off like year one in the comics where like he's not really grizzled yet. Like he, he doesn't fully understand like how to be Batman. Yeah. Um, which just makes me more and more excited about this. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it. Lightyear. Weirdly, yeah, Lightyear weirdly looks, excited for the Buzz Lightyear movie. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's strange, but I guess it does make sense mm-hmm. is that Tim Allen is not doing the voice yeah. for him. But I guess it makes sense because this movie yeah. is about it's the not man. about him. It's not about Buzz. Yeah, the, which the toy makes me really excited for it's it. It's very interesting, and, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, whoa, that's that's weird. Mm-hmm. But because uh, so it's gonna be weird to see the same face as Buzz Lightyear, the toy, but not and have see a different the same voice. voice. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it looks incredible. Yeah, it, the, I mean, the cinematography. It's it's insane to say that that you're excited about an animated movie because of the cinematography. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, Pixar is... A giant when it comes to well, it. They, they're just... They, they've gotten to the point in which 
things like you look at a character running down a like a cobblestone street and you're like that street looks real yeah. like that does not look like an animated street exactly and they do some really interesting things like i get genuinely impressed by camera work mm-hmm. inside of a pixar film mm-hmm. ratatouille ratatouille yeah. by far one of the best in terms of cinematography yeah it's beautiful mm-hmm. and and to be impressed by camera work in an animated film just really really speaks to how incredible pixar really really is yeah um another one too people are gonna yell at me haven't seen it yet spider-man no way home i will watch it i'm surprised i thought you would have been like day one like in the theaters i wanted to shit just hasn't lined up for me um i fall asleep early now because i I go, I open a lot I'm at my old. job. I'm old and bitter now. Um, the Northman. I know you didn't see the trailer for I it. I refuse. I'm looking very excited. I saw for it. so I saw some stills. I saw some of the stills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, the stills alone got me very very excited. So, I, I if some people are wondering, I don't. I me Frank. Hi. I. <laughs> You're high. <laughs> I try not to. I, I've been trying to stay away from trailers, mm-hmm. uh, because. I just think that I find myself enjoying films so much more when I know nothing. Mm-hmm. So going into a movie movie completely blind for me is like the way that I'm trying to go with it now. So watching, I, I follow for certain directors, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and certain like production companies, right? So I'm like, okay, A24, I'm, if I see that A24 is releasing a film, I'm going to go see it. Yeah. Right. And I just don't want to have any expectations. You, your excitement is getting me excited. And like, I, that's what, mm. that, that is what it, it, I'm fine with just that. Like, yeah. It, I, I can, I can go to the theater and be excited just because of how excited you are. It looks amazing. Yeah. Um, to, last two, uh, there's a movie coming to Netflix called the house. I don't know if you saw it. I've seen, I know of it. I did mm. not see a trailer. It, is all like stop motion. It looks crazy. It reminds me of the Grand Budapest, but mixed with rats. Um, <laughs> the Grand but, Budapest Hotel was ran by rats. But it's insane because it's like from the trailer, it's it reminds me of Lamb. Like I just I don't get the vibe yet. It's put in as like this comedy, like heartfelt film. But I'm seeing like genuine horror scenes from the trailer. Mm. So I'm very excited for that. And then finally, um, they just released a poster for it, but Jordan Peele's Nope. Okay. I'm very excited for it. It's literally just this small little town in like, um, like on a hillside. And then this massive black cloud with a string attached down to one of the houses. Mm. And that's it. I don't know what it is. I heard some shit that it's about aliens. I don't care. I'm in it. Like he's redeemed himself from us. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised that you, that because you, yeah. I mean, from from Get Out and Us, like you're kind of like lukewarm on him right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm actually surprised that that's got you it's excited. Not, it's not often that a trailer can get me kind of like questioning and like wondering, but that one has me for right now. Yeah. At least until a trailer comes out, and then I might be eh. But yeah. We'll I, see. I guess I I I don't know. I, I'm still kind of lukewarm on him. Like, Get Out, I I enjoyed. Yes, Us was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man, it wasn't horrible. It the first half was good. So the thing, so all right, so let's let me just break down one thing. Mm-hmm. So, so Us for me can either be Us can be really good if you turn your brain off, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and in a way that 
those movies have a place. Mm-hmm. Us completely, in my opinion, falls apart if you are like analyzing us it and you analyze it and, and, and you're trying to understand the world. Mm-hmm. So when you in my opinion, if you're gonna make a movie and you wanna direct it and, and write it, you need to understand your world. And us, in my opinion, just did not know. I I could feel the director Mm -hmm. did not have confidence in the material that was being presented to us in the world that was that that the material was being presented in. Yeah, I also feel he was trying really hard to remain having the hype that he had around his first film. Right. And I think that pressure might have gotten to him a little bit with this one. A little bit. I mean, the movie got a lot of love and, and a lot of horror fans liked it. And I think it's mostly because there's some really good scenes in the film mm-hmm. and and it's paced pretty well and, and it, and it kind of gets your heart going. And you're like, oh my God, what's going to happen? But as a actual film, mm-hmm. it's very, very messy. Yes. But Tim Heidecker's in it. it he is. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> no Eric though. No. I but, guess. uh, but I, so I, I okay. I, I'll look at the poster mm-hmm. and I'll and I'll I'll show you it after this. Yeah, you you might be kind of like mm, I'm intrigued. Yeah, exactly. So sometimes sometimes a poster can get me because listen, man, when I saw fucking it comes at night, <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's it. You got me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got me, mate. You, you got me there. So I was impressed. Um, okay, so some things that I'm excited about for the podcast. Mm-hmm. So uh, a we fully intend on improving audio. Yes, uh, we've so, talked about this before. Yeah, so. We're gonna upgrade the mics. We're gonna get like a preamp. We're gonna we're gonna get like microphones that require a preamp, so they're not just USBs that are being plugged into the computer. So uh, just a little bit more control uh, and just obviously just better quality sound. Mm-hmm. So that's very exciting. Um, I also I, I I said to Zach prior <laughs> prior to starting, I was like, just let you know, I want to talk to you about some things uh, after this. Um, I would like to have better structure going forward mm-hmm. with going over some stuff. So um, again, like I said, I'm going to talk to you about that. But you, the listener, just uh, just know that we're going to be working on the structure of like the breaking down of the films and the kind of like the film analysis as a whole. Uh, because although we, we kind of have like a lax kind of, you know, like let's just talk about what we want, what we want, what we like, what we don't like. Mm-hmm. That's good. But I think that structure would be better. Okay. Um, so I think we're going to do that. Uh, there are some things like that I'm looking forward to in 2022 that I think people hopefully can start doing, which is a, just going to the theater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, I don't know, man, it's looking pretty rough again right now. It is. And, it, and I'm really, and it's really shitty. I'm uh, kind of worried that shit's going to shut down again. It might shut down again, which is going to be really bad. Uh, but I just don't know if we can shut down again. Like, I just don't think you can. Like, I just don't like as an economy. Yeah, I don't think you can physically do it. Uh, so, all I'm gonna say is, listen, whatever, whatever you're, wherever you live, if you have like a local um, independent movie theater, I really, really recommend going to their theater instead of going to like an AMC mm-hmm. or uh, or whatever, because. At the end of the day, the independent theaters are essentially like your mom and pop shops like a coffee shop, right? Yeah. And those those are just ran by a handful of people. And listen, 
the ones that the ones that I go to, the one that I take Zach to when when we go see when we're, where we saw like the green or uh, uh, you didn't see the green the lighthouse we when saw. we saw the lighthouse. I um, saw it the last night in Soho there too, right, which was really cool. Right, there's a different atmosphere mm-hmm. because independent theaters, for the most part, you never get fucking people talking on their cell phones and texting in the theater. Everybody who goes to a more a smaller independent theater is there because they want to see the movie and because they love films. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you are, if you don't go to theaters because of the simple fact that you feel like you have a bad time at theaters because people are annoying, try an independent theater because I guarantee you, A, you'll find some more unique films there, more independent films mm-hmm. uh, that you probably never heard of. And you're like, oh, let me give that one a shot. Um, and B, like I said, you're supporting a local business and see, go to the fucking movies because they're great. <laughs> yeah, they're, it's the best, and mm-hmm. that's how you should watch movies. You shouldn't watch them. You shouldn't watch fucking Dune on your fifty-five inch TV with TV speakers. You should watch Dune in the theater. Like Dune is meant to be seen in the movie theater. I feel a little attacked here. I know because I know <laughs> because you saw it and whatever. But it's important. It really is important to uh, to support filmmakers and go out and buy tickets because listen. We were talking about it. We were talking about it 15 minutes ago with uh, about Ridley Scott and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the Last Duel. Nobody went out to the theaters and yeah. see the Last Duel. I didn't see the Last Duel. I wasn't interested in it because I was like, eh. <laughs> but I like, liked it. Yeah, and I've, and it's got good reviews, so mm-hmm. it's probably worth watching. So spend the 3.99 on Amazon and and do it because you're not. If you're like in this weird place of they don't make movies like they used to. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't make movies like Scarface anymore, right? They don't. Yeah. But they make different ones. Right. It's either Marvel movies or fucking, like, (laughs) these, like, $1 million independent films. There's no, like, Godfathers being made. Mm -hmm. And that's because us as a society are speaking to the studios with our wallets and saying all we care about is fucking Marvel movies. So you should go out and support your filmmakers that you really enjoy and go actually buy a ticket and don't wait for it to go on Netflix. Mm Mm-hmm. My soapbox is over. Okay. Um, my next one is <laughs> <laughs> just, to, just immediately forget about it. All. Um, so I want to try like a couple of different editing tricks for the podcast like this time around. Um, I have a couple of ideas that I kind of wish I did last year in terms of spooky, scary stuff and like the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, we're like splicing in like a couple of different sound effects to it mm-hmm. um, just to kind of I don't know, like kind of like amp it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, especially, well, mainly for the discussion episodes where it's like we have the opening of the film reel just going. Right. And I think adding in kind of like that like jingle bell type thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of adds like a little bit something where it's like, okay, I know this is a different right. topic now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Small little stuff like that. Yeah. I'm Man, I'm just looking forward to more conversations, honestly. Yeah. I love the film conversations that we have. I, I really... I'll, obviously, I like to I like to review films and, and just talk about movies that that we both love. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I really find the the film topics and just the topics in general that we do to be, in my opinion, I I really enjoy those. A yeah, lot. they're they're definitely like the more fun. They are a little bit harder when it it comes to the idea of like coming up with some. Yeah. Um. But when you get a good one, ooh, yeah. Boy. When you get some good ones, because obviously we've run through like some main ones. Yeah. So now we're kind of like really thinking outside the box for right. them now. Yeah. Um which is why we got this episode. Yeah. Uh, small little one, because I, I don't know how many you have. I'm done. Oh, okay. Then I'll I just keep out. going. Um, looking for more information about Dune for this year. 
Um, I know Denis Villeneuve kind of just put out like a small little thing where he was like, I gave you the world, I gave you the story, now I can have fun with it. Yeah. I know it's not coming out this year. I just know, like I want something more to be talked about with it. Like give me, give me like a snippet, give me like a still, give me a trailer, anything that I can kind of like wrap my brain around for mm-hmm. it. Um, Cause I really enjoyed the first Dune. Yeah. I think it's, it really kind of set the stage for like what can be like a trilogy now post like Lord of the Rings, um, Star Wars, Planet of the Apes, stuff like that. Right. Uh, next one. I love making them up. Please, anyone, give us a sponsorship this year. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I would like to quit looking, my job looking soon. Looking forward to a sponsor. <laughs> I would like to quit my job soon and do this full time. Yeah. Um, and then finally, I want something unique. unique I, I just, I just want a unique film. I want something that hasn't really been done yet. And while, yes, like, we've kind of gotten some stuff, um, I think, obviously, like, you know, Sound of Metal was definitely one that comes to mind from yeah. last year that was something different. You're welcome. Well, you didn't make it. No, but I recommended it. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> um, I was going to say The Green Knight, but that is, like, a story that was already... That was an existing pre- IP. Yeah, yeah, pre-written. I just want something different, something unique, something creative, something that, like, immediately gets me hooked. Yeah. And I don't know, like maybe some of the movies that like I already talked about previously, yeah, those will be the ones. Yeah. But I just I just want something different. Okay. I don't want Marvel. I like Marvel. I don't want just Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I don't want another Mission Impossible. I don't want another James Bond. <laughs> I want something weird well, James and cool. Bond is dead now, man. They killed him. Sorry if you didn't. What? You didn't I didn't that. see you. Yeah, no time him. to die. Yeah, he died. You <laughs> had time to die. Yeah, yeah. There was, no. there was plenty of time. To die. Oh no. <laughs> Did it? Uh. Uh, but uh, so one 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 thing that I just thought of actually, mm-hmm. it's more of like a personal thing, but it does fall in the realm of movies. Is um, so at the beginning or not at the beginning, but oh yeah, technically at the beginning of 2021 mm-hmm. last year, I started writing my first screenplay mm-hmm. and I finished it. Nice. Went through like five fucking you know different drafts of it. Uh, and now I've come up with my second idea in which I am now working on that. So I'm looking forward to hopefully having it done by the completing time of this year. Yeah. Completing, uh, that second screenplay and kind of getting it through like a full polish and, and having it, you know, hopefully, I mean, ideally I would like to actually start pitching them. So mm-hmm. I would, uh, I'm going to hopefully try to get the first one going yeah I talk know, to somebody i know some people that might know some people i so. know a guy too it's you, just me with a mustache and a top hat but <laughs> i'm like hello sir <laughs> oh hello there <laughs> uh, mr Moneybags. <laughs> mm, zach tells me you've got a great idea <laughs> so uh i am looking forward to that um mm. i hope that maybe and you know obviously something that would be really cool would to be if if that does happen and mm-hmm. i'm actually part of an actual like film being made like talking about that right Mm -hmm. informing you guys of like what's going on what the film industry is like yeah like that would be really cool and like breaking down how movies are made and and my experiences and stuff like that so uh yeah uh i think that's gonna be uh, that's something that i'm hopefully looking forward to but um obviously i'm kind of I have minimal expectations because mm-hmm. I know obviously that things are shitty right now in the mo- in the film industry, but um, but still, just just being j- just saying that I fin- finished my first screenplay, and I'm working on my second one. It's an amazing feeling. It feels to like say. it feels like a really big accomplishment. So uh, 
I was I'm glad that uh, that that it that it's done and that I'm working on my second one. So that's cool. Nice job. You have. I'm proud re- of you. <laughs> <laughs> you have a you have a recommendation. I do. Um, I've kind of talked about it like here and there on the podcast. So I'm still not fully finished with it. Um, free time is hard for me lately, but yeah. um, but I want to recommend it's on HBO Max. Um, the miniseries that is Chernobyl. And that was directed by Jonan Rennick, and then it was written by Craig Mazine. Um, all, like, while I think the show is actually really, really great, because I'm on, like, halfway through episode three right now, um, all the reviews that I've seen about it, you have historians coming on and saying, this is frighteningly realistic. Mm. Um, and I don't know, like... I think you actually want to watch it, so I won't go like fully, fully into it. But it is about the whole thing of Chernobyl's power plant basically blowing up and radiation leaking everywhere. Right. Um, and, and to this day, it's still it's still going. <laughs> like it's insane that you have what like I think it's like close to a hundred years now that it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have parts that are still so radiated that you could just die within five minutes of being there. Yeah. But I think the story is very well told. I like that they keep it interesting by having kind of like this conspiracy theory about it during the whole show where it's like, "Mm, we can't let this leak out to other people. Right. But we also can't tell the public about this. Right. Um, So I think that part is really, really cool. And then obviously, like, you know, trying to stop it and you get like actual scientists and actual like people that are trying to figure this out and then giving you side stories of people dealing with the issue. Like on a first-hand basis. Yeah. Um, again, frightening because <laughs> it actually happened, and yeah. this is what people actually had to go through. Right. So Chernobyl. Yeah, I started Chernobyl, and I just I don't know. I literally I was like exhausted. I was yeah. just like poor choice of like, <laughs> man, I'm really tired. It's a, it's a dry yeah, show, and it, and, it, I, and I felt that within the first like 15 minutes, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, this isn't for me right now. And yeah. I just clicked it off, and I never went back to it. So. It's um, it's got I can never remember his name. The actor from uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. The guy that's basically God. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he's in it. That dude's uh, super Scottish. Yeah, he or is. Irish, whatever he is. <laughs> um, he's the only person that I recognize in the show. Okay. Um, everybody else is kind of like a indie or like not so known person, which I kind of like too, because then it adds like this. You know, this is real. This right, is right. Yeah. This, when you, when this you isn't don't know a show. When you don't know faces, mm-hmm. it really kind of helps sell it. Yeah. Just like what they did with um, uh, Blair Witch Project. Right. Like when that came out, that was a good idea because you didn't know anybody. Right. So it felt more real. If you had fucking Brad Pitt running around in the woods, yeah. it's like, eh. <laughs> Oh, I'm not scared of this. <laughs> yeah. And then they ruined it with two. Yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. So Chernobyl. Well, we don't recommend. Tr- tr- we recommend <laughs> we the don't TV recommend show. The <laughs> thing that happened. Just <laughs> Chernobyl the show. Yeah. Which is about the thing that happened. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool, sweet. Zach, what are we doing next? Well, I talked about something unique, and there is a movie that came out a few months ago that I've seen like trailers for. It hasn't really shown a lot, but it's something very interesting to me, and it's a movie called Wolf. Okay. It's got um Johnny Depp's daughter in it, Lily Mi- Rose Mia? Depp. Mia? What did, what I don't know. I don't know her name. Um, it's got her in it. Um, look it up if you want to. Don't look it up. It's very odd. It's it's it seems like it's going to kind of be like a lobster situation. Ah. So I think if nothing else, I'll get you on that. <laughs> <laughs> I like the lobster. Mm-hmm. So all right, cool. 
All right, Zach. Look, looking forward to 2022. I am dead now. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the podcast on your own. All right, Zach. Take us out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Frank, roll the credits.